quack, 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 quack. Classic, The Mighty Ducks, five minutes at a time. I'm your host, Blake, and returning for the second week in a row are my special guests. Oh, hi, this is Sean from Five Minutes of Mime. And this is Dave Pals from Five Minutes of Mystery. Yes. Um, and we're from the Groundhog Minute. Groundhog Minute. Groundhog Minute. So let's let's not even, let's just get right into this because we did all the big introductions on last week's show. So let's get right into the game. We are in the championship game, and a lot is going to happen. <laughs> the I, I I love the crowd. We, we started with a crowd shot, and I do like the the cut right down the middle with the yellow stairs. That really makes no sense, but I like that for the visual effect. So, and we get right into the game. And by the way, I, I don't understand how it's 12-minute periods. I, I've never pl- never been to a Pee Wee Hockey game, so maybe that's a real thing. But apparently we're doing 12-minute periods. I, I never heard that before. <laughs> so. <laughs> yeah, I mean, I guess it may, it would make sense that at this age they don't need to do a full, you know, the 320-minute the period. So, 12, oh, sure, why not? So. Yeah, that's, I mean, I, I, and there's, I don't know, man. We're throwing regulations out the window. We got 12 Very minutes true. here. We're just knocking kids, not even related to where the puck is. It's like, I'm going to pass the puck over there. Oh, okay. Well, we're going to knock that, that guy over just because you looked at him. Yeah. Uh, okay. So, I guess that's so not a penalty. And there's no penalties. And, 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 and the next, and, then, and Banks is getting hit everywhere. At least he has the puck when they're going after him. At least yeah. that makes sense. Like, none of these hits otherwise make any sense whatsoever. You know? Yeah, there's about about 30 seconds or 28 seconds into you know this block of the five minutes that we're talking about this week like they put them into the boards and i think even in the nhl like that was a late hit like he had he had passed the puck he had the puck had been gone for a good few seconds before that hit comes in and i don't know maybe it's because it's the finals like the the refs have swallowed their whistles like what's going on here these they're just little kids or it's the Hawks, yeah. and they let them do whatever they want. I, I, think, I think it's going yeah. on here, too. God, it's so brutal. Yeah, it's just so dang brutal. Um, well, and, and so, I mean, thinking about, you know, after we were watching these these minutes, I was just thinking about how, like, are there uh, – I just don't feel like there's, like, good kids' sports movies I hear about anymore. Like, I don't hear about just kids – I don't hear about kids' sports movies. That's pretty much the general like, – I don't hear about – I don't hear about – 
you know, the next, wherever the next Mighty Ducks is. I don't hear about Little Giants. Um, I just feel like it's kind of quiet on that end right now. I just don't feel like we're seeing kids' sports movies in theaters. I don't know. Like, like please, like, I, I want to be wrong about this, but I just, I don't hear about this. They don't do many sports movies anymore in general. Like, in general, they don't do sports movies anymore, which is sad because they have the atmosphere to do it, you know? And I, maybe yeah. they don't think sports movies don't make money and everything is about the money and they don't want to take any chances. That might have something to do with it. If it's not Rocky, they really don't do it, you know? Yeah, and especially especially with this. You have all these different kids, you know, different, different, all different backgrounds. It's co-ed. You have girls and boys. And it's not like a huge deal. Like they make a yeah. little deal in the beginning. But it's like it's it's that's it. Then then they're on the team, and then they're a duck. It's never like it's never like oh you're just a woman like you can't handle it. It's that's that's never brought up. It's like they have one scene where introducer to go a girl on the team, and then the girl's like yeah I'm here to play hockey, and then she plays hockey. You're like hey she's she's good at hockey. Like I'm shutting up. So it's like I feel like you know this movie has it, and I'm like let's bring let's bring this let's bring some co-ed. Let's some co-ed sports movies back in. And I just, I, and also, I mean, I also mentioned Little Giants because it was just like, oh, yeah. you know, mm-hmm. you yeah. had Rick Moranis, like, just, <laughs> you know, playing this this plucky dad trying to put something together. And you had, yeah, and then you had, um, I can't remember who played the, yeah. That's the other thing is that it was basically like these sports movies that you can kind of play into the absurd where it's like the Hawks are just so evil. And saying the Little Giants, like that, that football guy, they were so, like, evil, like cartoonishly evil. That it's like it's so evil that it's you know you can call them the bad guy you can call those the bad kids bullies and it's like it's like okay because it's like it's so exaggerated outside of reality even in this movie this movie has moments where we kind of break reality we're like you know we're gonna see pucks like physically knock somebody twenty yards you know <laughs> yeah and that's fine or as like I said like sometimes people are gonna be skating and you're gonna hear like jet noises I'm gonna find it I know it's somewhere in here but like. It just makes me laugh that, like, I don't know. Yeah, I think this movie could. This is that hard to make. Um, you know, you get and you get young kid kid actors. It's like, you know, we have um, all the movies that kids watch. I feel like it's just adults playing heroes to kids, but it's no, it's not kids being their own heroes for kids. You know, like the Marvel movies, it's all grown people. It's all thirty and forty and. 50 year old people now it's well, like I feel, yeah well i was kind of and i was thinking i was kind of heading that direction where i feel like, like the the superhero movies kind of replaced the the sport movies you know you got hero you know the super powered heroes instead of athletes and like even for kids um i don't know you know how much the movies i don't see a lot of movies that are mainly just kids but thinking like umbrella academy and stuff like that like tv shows where it's superheroes where it's the kids and that's kind of filling the niche that maybe would have been you know would have been like a team sport movie yeah you're right 20 30 years ago we'll say my my son speaking of the superhero things he fell in love with spider-man because it was younger like perfect he loved mm-hmm. that movie because they're younger. He may also may have a crush on Zendaya, but most boys do. So that's yeah. the thing. But <laughs> yeah. it's it's a younger movie, which is probably why he that's the that was his first Marvel movie that it took him to. And he did not move. Like he had so much fun at that movie because it was a younger movie for him. It's not that much older than him. He's ten years old. They're in high school. It's not that much of a difference for him and he really 
really enjoy that movie for that reason. So I can see what you're talking about when it comes to the older characters, but I think that's why Spider-Man Homecoming was so popular. was for mm-hmm. that very reason, for the younger audience. And I think another good thing here is that, you know, we deal with, with kids doing something that's not... That's something that kids would want to do. Like, it's not a it's not a movie where it's like they don't really do school in this movie, you know. Oh, they do. It, they do. We have, they do. We have a couple, anyway, I we have a couple of school scenes earlier because they 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 quack at their principal earlier. In the oh, movie. perfect. Okay, yeah. that happens. So. Well, I guess I guess it feels like I guess what what I mean is that the fact that I don't remember that means that clearly the hockey scenes, you know, it's uh. It's it's the the kids are doing what the kids want kids would want to do in their playing sports. They you know they don't want to think about the school. They want to see the hockey games. Right. It's not a school right. movie. It's not a movie about them in school and then they learn hockey. It's like it's a hockey movie. We we're, we're here to play hockey. We're here to be good uh, and have fun. Um, and it's not about winning. It's about that we 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 got our we got here. We right. we, we were a team and we got here. Um, and so yeah, I, I guess I just kind of I do kind of miss that. I haven't heard about any new uh, new kids movies. And as, as I said, it's kind of funny how picking up some of these actors like they're they still got work. Like yeah, um, the, what's his name is uh, he was foggy on uh, Daredevil. Yes. And and the girl Connie is it Connie Moreau is actually Mar- Margaret and Marguerite Moreau. Yeah, uh, yeah. Uh, from I recognized her from uh, Wet Hot American Summer. Oh, there you go. So yeah, it's like it's like oh yeah, like these these are these people still you know, still got work, they're still doing things. Obviously, in the next sequel, you would have Keenan and stuff. Right. Um, but uh, yeah, uh, yeah, these kids are so these kids are you know we gotta let you know getting the kid and then getting the kids pumped. You got and then Emilio just playing this this just you know just I don't know uh, this this soft <laughs> easygoing dad type of character. You know, it's like let's fly. You know. Yeah, it makes me feel like a kid again. He's how positive he is coaching. And then he cut kind of to the Hawks coach. He's all sadistic. Exactly. By the way, yeah. I, I did want to throw this out there. I didn't want to interrupt you in your monologue. But I, you mentioned <laughs> the Little Giants, and I have to just yes. say Anastasia of Puerto Rico. Just had to say that. Just got to out of my system. <laughs> I, I think I think sometime I have to make it and make, like, watch Ducks, watch this Ducks. And then, yeah, and like back to back with Little Giants. I, have like, to, I haven't seen that movie in so long. I really have to gotcha. watch it again. I gotta find it. Yeah. I have to find that movie and watch it again one day. It's gotta I, be streaming at least on Amazon. I, hopefully, I can rent it on Amazon at least. Yeah. I might. I just got Hulu, so maybe it's on Hulu. I have to check. So, <laughs> so, all right. Let's get right. Let's get back into the game. And it is. It is brutal. It is really brutal. Um, I, I, I just for the. Consistency. This is the only game I'm able to actually keep track of all the goals because they don't show you everything in the other games. So yeah, our first goal was um by Brown. I don't have first names. I'm not looking them up. Brown at 210 into the first. That is that is quick. That is really really fast. That is <laughs> score a goal in this game. Yeah, with with a, with a, even with a 12 minute period, if they're scoring two minutes in, it's going to be a long day. And and yeah, Bank, <laughs> Banks is already slow getting up. You know, at that point, it's still pretty early on. Um, and then that just kind of ratchets it up every time. Um, you know, these first couple times, every time we see the Hawks score, just kind of ratchets it up the tension. Um, yeah. Makes you wonder. No, sorry, go ahead. No, finish talk, finish, please, please, please. Well, I was just gonna say, like, you got I started wondering, and I hadn't, I hadn't seen this since the '90s when I was rewatching it, getting ready for the podcast. At the end, I'm like, 
are are they going to lose? Is this like a Rocky situation? You know, like the the first Rocky where, you know, spoiler, Rocky loses at the end. It's still, you know, that the the kind of heroic nature is just the journey that he makes it to the end, even though he loses. Like there was like there was a period of time where I'm like, I'm kind of questioning like this this team might actually lose at the end of this movie. Yeah, I I do want to make a quick note that Banks' dad is still sitting on the hawk side, even though his son is a duck. <laughs> right. It's like, what, what's the reason? Like, is he sitting there because he doesn't want to support the ducks, even though his 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 son's on the team? Does he not want to look bad in front of his friends? Does he not want Coach Riley to be mad at him? Like, what's the reason he's sitting there? I don't understand. Yeah, this co- yeah, how much power does this coach have in this town? Uh, I was just curious how why uh, I wanted to ask why Goldberg. I feel like he moved. Was there his name? He moved too far out of the the the, the, out of the, the, the yeah. Goal. What was that? Like he literally he, like collapsed his pads so early, and it makes no sense whatsoever why he did that. Yeah. Uh, okay. Yeah. I just I wanted to bring that. Also, I, I never noticed that they actually have a ducks uh logo in the ice. Yes, I I noticed that watching it back too. It what's cool about this is they. Even though this is kind of the Hawks' like home base, they made it feel like a championship game where both teams are represented. Like they have the banners up from earlier, and we have the the logos on the ice. I, I like mm-hmm. the details of that, even though this is the Hawks' like home base. Mm. So yeah, uh, but yeah, so that that the goalie is not very good. No, that was that's an awful goal to give up. Like, what were you? Why did he go down so early? Like, I gotta yeah, understand going down. Like, why are you out of the crease? Like, it makes no sense. Well, especially like this particular goalie. Like, if you're as a goalie, like if you're very confident in your skating and your stick handling ability, then maybe you're more prone to come out like that. But this guy's not not a great skater, not great stick handling. I would think he would want to err on the other side, be right. more conservative and stay, you know, stay stay in net even when you you know other goalies might want to come out. But he just goes goes the opposite and then I think at least two of the first three goals we see are basically empty net where yeah, the goalie's, you know, on the ice, he's not on the bench, but he's so far out of position that it's essentially a free shot for uh, for the Hawks here. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, I mean, the, the Ducks are doing themselves no favor no. with with that kind of defense. And that goal, by the way, was McGill, who is his, his – he, it's 640 into the period. We're 640 into the game, and it's already 2 nothing Hawks. And that should say yeah. something. Yeah, I, and actually, I have, yeah, but I have a note. Like, that second goal is basically empty net. Before we get to that, and you – so last week, Blake, you, you talked a little bit about the announcing. Right. And I kind of like the way it's not – it's not obtrusive. Sometimes these sports movies, the the announcing gets annoying where it's like I, you know, as the audience, we can see the action. We don't need everything explained to us. And you may say, well, yeah, but you could be a movie goer, not necessarily a hockey fan. But that's really up to, I guess, the director or the cinematographer. Like, it should be obvious. You shouldn't need to be an expert at hockey to know the good guys are losing and the bad guys are winning. Like we can, we can tell that. So, so the, the announcing is not overbearing, but it's kind of the, kind of the way the, um, the way the anthem was kind of in the background during that opening scene or the opening to this game, the announcer, it's there, you can hear him, but he's not, he's not uh, distracting me or taking me away from the movie for the most part, except for in the sequence that leads up to that second goal, 
he's got this thing. He's like the size, the speed. And I'm like, it's, he's talking about a little boy. Like it gets a little creepy. <laughs> this, this, this announcer's a little bit too excited about you know the way this kid moves. I'm like, I don't know if that's you know if that's normal or not. But I, I did just just noticed that one line from the announcer. But that is very funny. But I other, never that. That's very good. But other than that, I think it, the 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 announcer does a good job, and and it's not. You can kind of hear it in the background, but again, it it wasn't distracting. It didn't take me out of the moment. So I like the way that was handled. What is good about it is it's like the storytelling. He's there to help you guide the story, but he's not telling the story. The the players and the coaches are telling you the story you need to see. He's just guiding you along out of extra details in the background. Yeah, Ex- yeah exactly. Yeah, and I was surprised. Again, I, I hadn't seen this movie in a long time, and... I didn't quite know what to expect going in doing a, a complete rewatch. And I got to say, like, I really like this movie. This is a lot better. This movie, and that maybe, maybe I'm confusing it with with the, the sequel, with the second movie in my head. Like, this, this is a really, really good movie. This is a lot better than I thought it was going to be. Yeah. And, you know, and there's a problem. You know, sport movies have a, a certain you're kind of coming, you're playing from behind just because there's so many cliches about sports and sports and movies that you're, you're trying to fight. And I think, I think the reason this movie worked for me is that not that it avoids the cliches, but just the opposite. It leans in and it's like, it's all cliche. It's, um, you know, the, the, the coach, the good coach has his own demons from him playing as a kid. And the bad coach is so bad. He's like an amalgam of, of every bad coach from the bad team or the rich kids, you know, the snobby kids or whatever, yeah. you know, in every one of these things. And just wearing like turtlenecks. Sean yeah. He's, he, yeah. He's got the mock turtleneck and the pop collar and they're wearing black. And it's like, it, it, it like it leans into it. It just embraces all those cliches and it all comes together. And like one of the things that bothers me in movies, like I understand it's fiction, you know, Generally, I mean, even in things that are supposedly based on real events, when you make it into a movie, there's always, you know, things that happen and, and whatever. So it's fiction, and I know it's not real. And the only thing I ask of a movie is that it's like build me your fictional world and let me live in it for two hours or however long the movie is. And if everything's consistent, I'm good. It's when a movie like tries to be realistic and then they throw in one thing that's not. And I'm like, Oh, now you, you took me out of it. You ruined it. So like if they try to be like, Oh, we're going to be literal. And, and then there's like, Oh, but this one character is a cliche. Then it's like, ah, oh, you ruined it. But this, it's like, everything's cliche. So it all works together. It's all consistent. There's no point where I'm like, Oh, this one scene doesn't fit with all this other stuff. No, everything fits together. And, uh, yeah, and, and they make so many of these good decisions, again, with the way they handle that anthem, the way they handle the announcing and the choreography of, of the game. And the we talked about the skating, that, like, the skating's kind of sloppy, but these are little kids. Like, they're not going to – they're going to have trouble staying on skate sometime. Like, that's natural. Like, just so many things in this movie fit together really well, and, and I really enjoyed it. I also want to make a, a quick point, and it, it goes with your whole thing. The comparison – between the coaches, and we've been, we've been talking about this since last week, the evil versus mm-hmm. the good. The, it's first intermission, and we have our speeches, and Gordon goes for the peppy speech. He says, don't be scared of them ducks. That's what they want. Keep your heads up. 
play proud. Let's fly. And we cut over to Riley, who's talking to the couple of players and say, I want you to drop bank like a bad habit. I want him out of the game. Finish him Yes. Off. God, okay. Wow. Oh, yeah. <laughs> that yeah his his sweep the leg moment. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, uh, two things I just remembered that the Mighty Ducks animated series barely was even related to yeah, hockey. No, no, they were no. just superhero close. animated <laughs> ducks in space. <laughs> and it was like, and I, as a kid, I'm like, this, what is this? Stop. And that was That's a Disney afternoon show. That was a Disney afternoon show. <laughs> That was yeah. It, it was like it was like, uh, and then what? Meanwhile, like I think at that point as a kid, I like I've like moved on to Rocket Power on Nickelodeon, where it's like, see that they're just kids playing sports, and it was a, and then they're also real like life character. They were you know kids, so whatever. Okay, uh, but yeah, okay. So talking about yes, the evil Hawks coach. You're right. Okay, sadistic because it's like, it's it's not Banks's fault that he got designated to the Duck side. Doesn't matter. No, he's the enemy now. He's the enemy. If he was a team player, he would have moved. <laughs> yeah, I guess so. I just, oh, and, as I said, these two kids, these two kids, are like, they're going to grow up to be, like, those guys that go into, like, the protest with, like, you know, like they go into pepper spray <laughs> and, like, and, like, riot gun launchers. Like, yeah, let's, let's hurt people. It's like, Jesus. God, so I mean, he's serious. A, and he's like, and he's like, I want, you know, he's like, I don't care if you, uh, oh, he's, he wants to, he want, he knows he's gonna get a, a, a penalty box on these kids, but he's like, it doesn't matter, you gotta take them out, right. gotta drop breaks. <laughs> Seriously, so we we get to the play that they finally do take out Banks, and it's it's so ridiculous because I I'm watching it now. And Banks, it, it, this is a fantastic play by Banks, by the way, to control the puck through all mm -hmm. of this. <laughs> and it's he gets the cross check, and he, he takes out the post with his shoulder, and the puck still yeah. goes in, and it still counts. And, well yeah, and, and and the tall, yeah, the tall, so yeah, tall brown kid's smiling too. That's another thing that creeps me out. He's like, "Yeah, I'm gonna take him. I'm gonna hurt people." <laughs> yeah, I mean, at least in. in at least in Karate Kid, when I mean, you know the guy says sweep the leg and he sweeps the leg, but like there, like the kids are kind of hesitant. He's like, "Oh, really? Should I? Should I do that?" Like, okay, the coach is telling me, like, uh, or my sensei is telling me to do this. I'll do it. But he like wasn't so happy about it. But the kid here is like, "Yeah, what did you do?" Yeah, and like, oh man, that kid's scary. On. Yes, no, I'm gonna get to that. So like yeah, so so Riley's angry because he didn't think that Banks would score, but in you know on that push. <laughs> yeah. Uh, but yes, yeah. Come back to you know who the last time I've heard that phrase done in like such a like I said in a wartime thing was was uh, Brad Pitt and Fury when they say best job I ever had. Oh, yeah, yeah. They're all like smoking. They're, they 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 shoot the Nazis and they're just like. Best job I ever had. It's just like that's what this is. That's what this is. What's crazy is the goal. The puck goes in. He's he's hurt, and Riley's pissed because he scored. He's so pissed. Yeah. It's like oh my god, they scored a goal. Like oh no. We're yeah, because Riley's like oh one. we gotta but, we gotta yes. make it up. We gotta make it up. Yeah. But yeah, so and, we we do that, and the I actually appreciated the Hawks player who's probably still friends with Banks outside of this little world. The checks on him. Like, it's really well, yeah, cool. You've you mentioned a couple times. I mean, I'm sure you've mentioned it before, you know, in the previous shows. But, like, yeah, it bears repeating, like, up until 
halfway through the movie, like up until recently, these guys were teammates. <laughs> and now, yeah, now he's, so yeah, years, like it's natural right? to like kind of skate over and see how he's doing. I want to know why that tall brown hair kid, is he just, is this like a, we have to talk about Kevin kind of thing? <laughs> Cause it's just like he's just so like yeah evil. like him and Banks have a falling out and he's like take he's like glad because he's he doesn't know how to, to to where to put his energy and his and his power and his his anger so he puts it into her he has his as as ex partners and friends I just yeah you can see it at so at at one twenty seven and forty seconds when uh, um when when Riley's given you know his, his sweep the leg speech you know take out Banks and. The one, I think was that McGill. Like the one kid yeah, is kind of like, oh, I just, just, I don't like the sound of this. And yeah. then the other kid's like, oh, finally, I've been waiting all day to take that kid out. Like, I mean, yeah, the one that does the call. So he's the one that had that face. I just, I just looked at the scene myself. It is McGill. Oh yeah, yeah, that's right. It's yeah. How did McGill not get ejected? Is my next okay. question. That's Thank you. I, want... I have the same note. Yes, yeah, so the exact we... same note. All right. <laughs> that's such. It's such a blatant and obvious, like violent push. That the, the ref's like, no, no, you're you're out. You're just out. You're done. Yeah, yeah. So I guess so. This is a good time. Let's let's talk about the cross checking rule here. Okay. So yeah, I mean by strict. So at the very minimum, by the book, this is cross checking. Right. This is a two minute minor. Correct. But the, you know, the the ref has the discretion if, you know. Certainly, if, if, if there seems to be an intent to injure or if there's an injury involved, I mean, the, the, so the ref can can assess a minor, a major penalty, or even match. I mean, you can right. he can toss the guy from the game for this. I, I, I or a I, kid. I'm the I'm the dork that grew up a hockey fan that actually read the. Me and my best friend read like through the NHL rule book, so we actually know these rules by heart. It's really really mm -hmm. lame. I'm well aware, but it comes in handy here. Um, I remember <laughs> yeah. during games we always used a joke that. A penalty like this would be two minutes, but if the paramedics were called or there's blood, it should be an automatic double minor. Automatic. Like, it shouldn't even be a question why they should be automatically get a four-minute double minor. But you're right. In this case, it was intentional. Why is it not a bad penalty? Why is it not thrown out of this game? There's no yeah. reason. Like, I mean, like, yeah, I, 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 yeah, I, it's like, it's like, yeah, the minor penalties, uh, but it's just like, it's such like a, you know, yeah, just an attempt to, like, he wasn't trying to go for the puck. He was just, like, because if, if that happened all game, that would, you you know, you guys would just do that. Oh, you mean I could just walk up to a guy and just shove him, just full force to shove him while, you know, like, while he's skating? Like, it's like, no, you can't. And because you would have real penalties. And, yeah, it was definitely with this. It's just like, no, you, you hit him with such force that, uh, yeah, you're, you're out. So, Quick note here. Why are the penalty boxes next to the benches? That makes no sense to me at all. Like, why is it there? <laughs> yeah, for, I mean, usually, yeah. usually they're across the ice, right. but is it is it just because this is like a smaller arena? Maybe, maybe. That could be it. But it also has the, the visual of now we have Riley almost like congratulating him for taking out Banks. Like, almost, yeah. you, almost. Like, he does a fist pump, dude. Yeah. And the ref, should, the ref should have seen that fist pump. Yeah, right for the ref. ref should be like, what? What the? No, 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 no. Like that. Just like. Exactly. Well, and that's my question. Yeah. Let's say the ref sees that. In real life, the ref sees that. What happens then? I, the coach gets thrown out. 
The coach gets thrown out. Like that's a big. So deal. then, the, so the team would not have a coach, pretty much. Well, the assistant coach would take over. Like that kind okay. of yeah. case. Yeah. Like there's there's been times. I don't know. I'm, I'm, I think. Oh, Ryan Batork, the Devils. Didn't he throw a bench on the ice one time? Like he got. <laughs> <laughs> Oh yeah, if you have a coach throws yeah, if he starts going with Bobby Knight, no, you're Bobby out. Yeah. Bobby did that. He threw a bench on the ice in the middle of a period. And he got thrown out for that. Why are you not getting thrown out for like telling your players to intentionally hurt people? Like I don't understand. Uh, this coach is like worse in influence of the kids than PewDiePie. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I mean so yeah, this this well and you know, I guess you know the refs are, are in the pocket, they kind of favor the the Hawks and Maybe there's some like home, you know, hometown officiating, but yeah, I mean that's definitely that's more than a minor on that play. Yeah, that's sure. just... So we cut back to um. By the way, I do like here and most movies they don't and even in wrestling they do stretch their jobs terribly. Here they're taking this so serious. Like you actually had like, almost feel like they got real paramedics to do this. Like how would they really? set this guy up on the gurney and tape him up properly and hold his neck up and all the extra little detail stuff that they did. Like it could be a concussion or a neck injury or anything. And they went the extra detail to properly put him on the stretcher, which I like. Yeah. So, yeah. but this moment was played was kind of a payoff to the last week when we discussed the Banks Jesse moment where now mm -hmm. Jesse goes to check on Banks and Banks asks if the puck went in, which is a great hockey moment, by the way. And then tells Jesse to do him a favor and kick some hawk butt. So. Yeah, well I like that. I like that line. So. And yeah. the all right cake eater was a payoff from, like, the first time Jesse and Banks met each other. He called him a cake eater. And now here. It's a payoff from that. So all payoffs here. Yeah, I was going to say, the cake. was there a cake in that scene or something? Apparently, I... cake eater is an insult in this movie. That's it we've learned. <laughs> fine. You know what? They're big, big Marie, Marie Antoinette fans on the Hawks. <laughs> yeah. Nowadays, so I was going to say. I don't understand <laughs> it. But it's said so many times in this movie that cake eater is like like cursing at somebody. That's how bad cake eater is in this in this world. So, yeah. <laughs> I'm only here for hockey. I'm not here for the cake. I'm, not here. <laughs> I'm here for ice, not for cake. So, only oh, that's what it is. I'm you here for the ice. You're such not a diehard hockey player. You only eat the ice cream at the birthday party. You never eat the cake. And if you're a cake eater, oh wow. man, the, wow. the end of it. So it's like, yeah, I'm only here for the ice. I'm here for snow cones, water ice, ice cream, <laughs> water ice. <laughs> I'm here for water ice. For water, water ice. ice from the Wawa. I get a Wawa, get a Wawa, get a Wawa hoggy. Man. Oh, that's a good job there. Okay. So. Um, All right. So let's kick some hawk. Kick some hawk butt. But Banks' dad finally makes his way down to the ice. How, where, I don't know where he was sitting. That it took him so long to get there. But he finally got down there. And um, they wheel off. There is one detail here I did hear. He'll be okay, sir. Gonna need to take some x-rays. Nice little detail, just to throw in there. Very nice. And Gordon tapping Banks on the legs, telling me he did a hell of a job. Very nice. So, back to the evil. The evil versus the good. This is the kind of the confrontation to set up the last part of this movie, where 
we, we cut to Riley saying, they scored against us, they're going to pay the price. Now don't worry, we're going to get that one back. A player just left on a stretcher. <laughs> like, like, this is your mindset. Well, and not just a player, because You're obviously, you know, even at even player. at the even at the professional levels, you know, when someone gets hurt, if there's a you know, even amongst opponents, there's a camaraderie there. But this is a kid. This is a, <laughs> one, it's a little kid, and two, this was one of your players until exactly. recently. Yeah, and he's like. And, and, there, and, and I mean, at least be satisfied that, okay, we gave up a goal, but you took out the other team's best player. Like, and even you if you just want to look do. at it, be cold-hearted like that. But he's like, no, oh, no, they scored. We got to get that one back. And you got what you wanted. You asked for them to take him out. Like, you yeah. got exactly what you wanted. <laughs> like, I, yeah. it's weird. He's never satisfied with anything. Nope. It's so, got to win big. No, yeah, it has to be a shutout. I mean, even even the again going back to Karate Kid and the, and the sweep the leg thing. I mean, even that guy, even the Cobra Kai guy, didn't yeah. complain about the penalty that the the kid got for sweeping the leg for the illegal hit against Danny. Like he wasn't like, oh, you you know, yeah, you swept the leg, but gee, you got that penalty point. You got to make that back. <laughs> like so, this guy is like really. Um, so. Um, a piece of work. Yeah, Gordon, yeah, Gordon walks up to Riley to confront him. And I, I just love how Riley is so serious still. He's like, you got something to say to me, Bombay? Like, wow. And he, Bombay pretty much looks at him and says, to think I wasted all those years worrying about what you thought. You're going down, Riley. You're going down, Riley. Wow. <laughs> it, that's the ultimate, like, Okay, I get to finally stand up to you. I've been waiting to do this my whole life, and I get to mm-hmm. almost tell you off. And now I get to go and beat you for the rest of the movie. <laughs> so he skates over, and this is where Fulton. It Fulton steps up, and I gotta give him credit where it's due. <laughs> Fulton is standing up for a teammate, and he wants to do. He wants to get revenge. I gotta give Fulton credit for this. Yeah, <laughs> well done. Yeah. You know. He is their enforcer before they had enforcers. You know, it makes the the Bash Brothers in the second movie make a lot more sense because he's yes. their enforcer here. So, but but Bombay isn't isn't going that direction. No, no, he's not. No, and no, it's time to play smart hockey. Yes, duck hockey. <laughs> <laughs> and he makes a point though. They got the power play. And he said, let's hit it, hit them where it hurts the most, up at the scoreboard. Which is such a great line, because it's so true. Because we were just discussing that with Riley. He took so personal that a puck went in the net. So now, we score again, it'll really aggravate him. So, You know, I, I, it's, uh, I just had a thought here. You know, the first part of this game, the Hawks had one mindset. Hurt Riley. Or, I mean, not hurt, uh, hurt Banks. Banks, yeah. Hurt Banks, 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 Banks. So, like, Banks couldn't really do much. And and then now I think about it, it's like if you take, technically they took Banks out, the Hawks don't really have a focus now. They're all kind of like, they don't, it's in, in a weird way, it's like, yeah, they know how to play hockey, but they don't really know who to go after. And Right, and, well, and they, they didn't expect, you know, they didn't expect the Ducks to make it this far. So they haven't really scouted them out. Like, so, okay, yeah. Banks is the bank best player. Quick, who's their number two? Mm-hmm. And they're not going to know. Oh, we don't know. We just, and they're all smaller yeah. kids. So, like, 
another, another way you think about it, it'd be hard, it's going to be harder kind of like, you know, if you check them, it's going to hurt more, but you got to, you know, you got to catch them first. Yeah, yeah. Exactly. Yeah. yeah. Is that why when they, he, when, when Gordon puts Fulton in and they say, coach, they're going to be rushing him because Fulton's the tallest guy here. So they're going to think they're going to go after Fulton because he's the biggest guy on their team. Yeah. 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 So. So well, but, you get yeah. Fulton a knife. That's what happens. He goes, "We're gonna play ho- <laughs> smart hockey, duck hockey," and he just slides a knife. Yeah, to <laughs> just like when they come at you, you just start shaking. That's Chicago way. Right? Yeah, oh, man. <laughs> they bring a puck, you pull a knife. Yeah, you pull and a knife, like, you pull a gun. Yeah, and then he ha- he hands a Billy the Kid's old six shooter. <laughs> <laughs> All right, so then we uh, end it with the with them him trying to figure out what to do next, and that's where we end our minutes. So. Yeah, fantastic. Yeah, I just yeah one more one more thing is I just I I just I really think it's cool that we had these you know these kids they were all they were good characters in this fun sports film for kids that as an adult still entertains me and it's co-ed we had yeah Marguerite Moreau and the other lady uh, the other girl uh, Jane Plank seems like this was really her only role that that was really it she did an uncredited role in Jingle All the Way so really Jane Plank uh, her character as that like. So she's a figure skater that gets put onto this team. Right. I'm just shame she needs to come back for the sequels. I like to see, like, you know, I would love to see that character come back. But I know they get Cat in the sequels, and I know she's more of a prominent figure as well. Exactly. Yeah. So that is th- that is this is where we're ending next week. Um, I just want to make a note. Next week, my best friend Scotty, who really wanted to come on this movie, he's going to be on next week to continue on with this championship oh. game so i'm excited be in studio we don't i don't have Exciting, many studio yeah. guests so that'll be a lot of fun before we get out of here i will ask you obviously we've been discussing how we haven't seen these movies in a long time what I, for me i've been saying the second movie is my favorite one of the three is if you remember is is this like the best movie of the three or do you rank any of the evening above this one See, I I, I want to say two is more, but two is also like a little bit exaggerated because like every all the characters a lot more characters a lot more like jokes. Where I feel like this one is definitely more about the hockey and, about, and it's also kind of more Bombay story too. I feel like the second one definitely is more kids. So I guess as a kid, you definitely like like the second one more because you get more kids stories. I feel. Where I just feel like in this one, it's like a kind of a balance between Bombay and the kids. And then the third one is pretty much the entire story is just the, is the kids' perspective in the prep school. Yeah, I, the, the third movie, it's going to be weird going back to that. Maybe it's better than I remember. I just, I haven't watched it in a long time, and I'm not going to get to it for like two years. But when we get yeah. there, I'm going to be curious how that movie is. <laughs> yeah, because that actor who plays the other coach, I, he's not memorable and he's not another. He's not a known actor, really. I mean, he's an actor, but I'm just saying, like, definitely compared to Emilio, he's not a known actor. And as an adult, like, I looked at his film filmography. I'm like, yeah, he hasn't. He's. It's not like you know. It'd be great if they could get like you know. If by the third one, Disney could have put a little money in and gotten another like a known actor that was like on the same caliber as Emilio. So it kind of felt like you know Emilio's here, but this guy's all the coach too. But also he's cool. He's not just. You know, like, I don't know, like, I'm not saying Tom Hanks because Tom Hanks would not be doing this, but like another <laughs> lovable, like, you know, you see his face and you know, this is a nice guy kind of thing. I know what you're you saying. 
I know exactly like I need like eighties Tom Hanks as the character pretty much, and I don't know who it would be. <gasps> what about Oliver Platt? Yep, Oliver Platt. There like Oliver Platt, you know, he 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 comes off grumpy and stuff, and then he starts talking like, "Hey, this guy's yeah, I like this guy," you know. And then as an adult, I would go, "Man, that's Oliver Platt." Oh, <laughs> or Bill Pullman. You Bill Pullman in, you oh, know? Yeah. He was he did work for Disney in this time period. I think it was Disney and Newsies at this time period. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So all right. Well that being right. said, let's wrap this bad boy up. Um, let's do plugs. I'll start with Sean this time. Go ahead. Um Yeah, well, so I'm Sean, and if you'd like to hear more from me, you can uh Gee, I did, uh, well, I was uh, way back when, I was on Spinal Tap Minute covering the movie This is Spinal Tap, one minute at a time with my co-host Heidi Bennett. I covered the movie Groundhog Day um, in the podcast Groundhog Minute with a great co-host and Dave Palace. And my current show is Five Minutes of Mime. And you can find links to all those if you go to catandshawn.org. And that'll have links to my past shows, uh, the holiday specials we've done, the National Lampoon's Christmas Vacation Days, the Planes, Trains, and Automobiles, the um, the other holiday stuff we've done, and my guest appearances on on this program, on The Clerks, on all the other stuff, and that's at, uh, at catandshawn.org. Dave, go ahead. Okay, I think an- another few more actors. We get, uh, we get Matt McConaughey, but he's playing his character from Time to Kill. Uh, we have Woody Harrelson, but he's playing his character from Kingpin. Or we have Ed Harris, but he's playing his character from The Rock. Those are other three <laughs> candidates for the coach for Duck, Mighty Ducks 3. Okay, no, uh, yeah, my name is David. I'm from Five Minutes of Mystery, uh, where we cover the 1999 superhero comedy ensemble uh, movie with Ben Stiller, William H. Macy, Mystery Men. Uh, super fun film. If you haven't seen it, we're coming up on the 20th anniversary of it. And me, I am on the Filling the Boy podcast. Never quit this show. And you can hear me on the Legged Sal Show every single Friday. And I just looked at my schedule. And right after this, you will hear our live coverage for Bruce City Wrestling at State Fair. They are third year in a row doing that show. So you can hear that over on the Legged Sal Show right now. So go take a listen to that. And um, Sean mentioned McClurk's Minute. It was my original Movie My Minute show. That's all up. You can listen to that, both movies and also Clark's Minute Beyond, where we went through the animated series. So you can check out all my other projects. Oh, and while we're promoting projects we've done, I also did No Days But Today, a rent retrospective. So that was another fun project that I did. Wait a wait, 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 wait a second. Tom Hanks is doing that thing you do in 96, and he didn't need to do that movie. He could have easily done D3. <laughs> Jeez, Dave. Wow. Ugh. All right. That all being said, thank you, gentlemen, for taking time out to do this, this, and last week's show. This was a lot of fun. Quack. 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 <laughs> all right thank you everyone for listening yeah. to this show this was a lot of fun for us to do and till next week when i'll be joined by scotty fellas one of my best friends in the entire world thank you all for listening to the show have a good day everybody and when everyone says it can't be done ducks fly together and when everyone says it can't be done ducks fly together